Hello everyone, good morning. James Baker CPA here and I have a great call with a gentleman from Canada and he is working with a US company and he's trying to figure out how to get paid. And that's what we talk about on this call. Should he use a sole proprietorship? Should he use a company, US company, Canadian company? A lot of questions and we go through all of them. And I think it's a, a good call and if you have the similar struggles, good for you. I hope you're getting paid and I hope you learn something from the call. Let's get to the call. Hey, how's it going? Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Uh, doing well. <laughs> Thanks for scheduling the call today. I did my last call and I recorded it, you know, the YouTube call with the camera looking the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's, uh, I, that's why I, yeah. It's like my first video, right? It's like, a, yeah, no, no, it's good. Uh, at least you're getting yourself out there. It's, uh, I think it's working. I mean, it's good. Like, I think uh, YouTube is a great uh, platform for people like individuals to kind of, you know, market themselves and also just like, um, I, I don't know, it's, it's a good platform, I would say for, yeah. for, for educational content, it's really good. I use, uh, I use like TikTok and stuff too. And that's, I've been grow I actually grow much faster on TikTok. Um, yeah. but it's all like, it's all garbage. Like it's all just like 30, you can't teach anyone anything in 15 seconds. So, <laughs> I mean, obviously this is a little bit more useful and practical as, but yeah, anyways, I'm happy to have you here. Where, where are you calling from today? Uh, from Toronto. Cool. Canadian. Awesome. Yeah. Where are you at? I'm in Miami, sunny okay. Miami. Okay. <laughs> um, so I, I actually saw your video on W8 Ben, and I just had some like follow up things I wanted to clarify, I guess, um, sure. on, on that video. Like, so I guess for uh, if, if I'm a Canadian, uh, I guess like, uh, like, you know, in the US, you have two things, right? Like, so what's happening is I want to consult to a company in the US, and they want to set up a C2C business relationship with me, corp to corp. So okay. is that different from 1099 uh, when you're an independent contractor? I mean, can I, can I do a sole proprietorship or do I have to do an LLC? I would, I would. So the big thing is, are they going to withhold taxes or not? It's easier because no. you have to, you're always, they're not going to withhold taxes. So, I mean, that's however you want to do it. If you want to, you're living in Canada, so you have to pay taxes in Canada. So the big concern is Canadian taxes. You shouldn't have to pay any taxes in the U.S. And... Uh, it depends how aggressive you want to be as well. Cause I know in, in Toronto, you probably pay 50% on uh, what you make. Um, have we spoke before? No, no. Okay. So, um, um, yeah, you look familiar, but, uh, in Canada, I know you pay like 50%. <laughs> Some people want to get funny and open a C corp and just pay 21% and leave it in there. And, and if you like, plan on leaving Canada in the future, doing funny stuff, but basically if you're going to stay in Canada and you're paying your taxes in Canada, it's easier just to receive it in a tax advantage way in Canada. So it might be with a, a Canadian corp, might be in your own name. But as long as they can pay you, I mean, the most important thing is to get paid. Yeah. I know. I think from my side, it's more like sole proprietorship. I was told carries less costs than other business forms. Sole proprietorship is just them sending money to your personal bank account. Yeah. No, no. But then what I'm saying, if I have to form, can I use a sole proprietorship for a C2C business relationship? A C to C. I mean, it's not really. C. Corp, you're, corp. you're consulting for them. It's not like they're. You're not. So, am I an employee of the company? Because I think there's the whole employer-employee relationship. That oh, makes. that's so they so they want to pay you in a company instead of in your name because they don't want to look like you're an employee. Yeah. I mean, you can get a non-employment agreement, uh, and you can get some kind of, something like that. I mean, there's most countries, and I don't know Canadian law that well, but most countries have like some definition or some defined criteria of what is an employee and what's and what's like a contractor, what's an independent yeah. person. 
So if you review those criteria, make a contract to make sure you're not within those criteria, then it shouldn't be a problem. If they insist that you open a company, you can open up a pass-through company. I think they probably have companies like that in Canada, even or you could open maybe a partnership, or you can open a US LLC if you'd like. You just need to make sure that you don't do any business in the United States because then you would have a double tax problem with the LLCs. LLCs are kind of, it's funny, in Canada, they're taxed like corporations. So um, when you make distributions from your LLC, it's like dividend income. And you might, maybe you can be tricky and leave all your money in your LLC in the U.S. and then not take it to Canada and not really pay tax on it in the U.S. or in Canada. Um, that That's potentially an, an option, but it sounds like it wouldn't work for one reason or another. Um, but maybe that's an option. Maybe you can find a tax advisor that can make a, that work as a position. If you don't need the money, you can just leave it there. And when you get it back, you'll get it taxed as dividend income. And then it could be a more preferential tax rate. That's something you could explore. So you're saying form an LLC in the U.S. and then leave the money there. And then when I want to access it, just pay myself through dividends? Yeah. it's And it's it's the thing is that there's a disconnect with how U.S. and Canada taxes the LLCs. And U.S. and LLC is passed through. And you have no business in the U.S., so you wouldn't pay tax on it personally because you're not doing anything in the U.S. personally. So it's pretty, I mean, that to that end, you know, it's pretty easy from the U.S. side. That's why I'm saying it's, it's more, more important to figure it out in Canada side. And I'm not a Canadian tax advisor, but, you know, maybe you can make a position. I'm saying all this, like, as definitely not Canadian tax advice. But this is, like, speculation in my experience working with a number of Canadian clients over the years and, you know, so, you know, maybe you can, um, like I said, use the LLC and not send the money back to Canada since Canada taxes it like a corp. Um, as long as there's no foreign corp passive income laws, which I think there, there probably are, you could maybe avoid paying tax on that income until you pay it to yourself. And possibly if you pay it to yourself all right away, the dividend income would have a more preferential tax rate. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, this this consulting thing, I'm looking to replace this, my, replace my personal job. So you with need this. the money. Yeah, I, I need the money to pay my mortgage and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so. sure, of course. So it's not a side thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's really it's really Canadian tax questions. I can answer if you want to use a U.S. company. I can tell you what will happen in the U.S. I can give you yeah. some speculation on how it works in Canada, but. You know, generally, you're going to pay tax on it in Canada, and I would do whatever the company needs you to do to to get paid and a contract's always good especially in these situations so you can kind of lock down and ensure that they're going to pay you for x number of months especially if it's a big company they might be willing to do like a, a year contract or something yeah but i guess from my end i just have to provide them the w8 band form and then they can pay me right that's pretty much all i have to do yeah is that the only thing okay yeah and then just my personal bank account i don't even need a business bank account right for if i form a sole proprietorship in canada no, you don't. I mean, in the U.S., uh, yeah, if you're operating a business, I mean, I'd use a separate account to make the accounting easier, I guess, if you if it's like possible. But and then just send money to your personal account for all your expenses. So that way you can separate business and personal expenses a little easier. But um, yeah, that, that's generally how it is in the U.S. It's if you're just doing business in your personal account, it's a sole proprietorship. It's no, no like legal entity. And if there's no there's not really any legal risk for you. Like if you're doing like tech services and stuff, it's not like they're going to sue you. You know, it's not, Yeah. you know, I don't think there's a huge, I could probably get like some insurance as well. Right. On the sole proprietorship. Yeah. Or you can open a pass through company in Canada, which would be great too. Then you can maybe build. What do you mean by pass through company? Well, I, I, you know, like a corporation might cost more because you have to manage the accounting, do separate tax returns. You have to pay yourself a salary. 
You have to pay your social taxes. I just don't know the tax situation in Canada. So, like, yeah, it's very US, similar to the U.S. Yeah. Okay, so in the U.S., if you have a, an LLC, if, if if I'm in the same position as you, and someone's paying me in my LLC, I I pay taxes on all that personally. If I open a company, uh, like if, if that's, so, that's a, an LLC, and that would be for limited liability purposes. If I get it in my own bank account or if I get it in my LLC account, I pay taxes the same way. It's like the LLC doesn't exist. That's why I'm saying there's probably a company in Canada that's similar where it just gives you some legal protection, but it doesn't actually, um, you don't actually pay tax. The company never pays taxes. So I don't know if that kind of company exists. I kind of think it doesn't uh, unless you have like a partnership. Um, but I mean, that that's the only other thing I would, you know, you have to figure out how to do it best in Canada. Yeah, no, we have LLCs in Canada. Uh, I didn't know that LLCs were passed through. I thought sole proprietorships were passed through. I didn't know LLC were passed they're, through. They're taxed the same way in the U.S. Uh, an LLC or sole proprietorship, it doesn't matter. It's taxed exactly the same on your personal return. You just have like, you know, a company. You have legal separation. You you can maybe build business credit. You know, you can build a brand or whatever, you know. So there's different stuff you can do with companies that, and usually the costs aren't super high to own and manage a company. Okay, so so to, uh, so then if you were to go with a sole proprietorship or LLC, you were saying you would go for LLC. If it's if it's only going to cost a little bit extra, I would do that. So you can have a company and establish it and have a little more separation, um, more legal um, protection. You can use it for different things in the future. Okay, and but then it, but yeah. but the cost to operate the LLC is not significantly more than a sole proprietorship because uh, obviously there's going to be separate business filing. I have to file as a personal my personal income tax and the LLC's income tax. In uh, sole proprietor, you just do the one income tax. It's all well in the U.S. The LLC wouldn't have any income tax. You know, it wouldn't have any, any separate filing either. I mean, how it works here, if you're just a U.S. person with an LLC, there's no separate filings or anything. The costs are really just to open the company and to renew it every year so in the u.s a regular llc if you just a u.s citizen you open an llc you get an ein number you're talking like 500 dollars a year so it's not like total it's going to be less than that actually uh if you do it yourself so it's really if and that's 500 dollars a year to like probably pay like a just a regular person to do it for you so you know it's not really cost prohibitive depending on your scale and then and you're like, yeah. yeah. I think you said that uh, the tax rate for LLC is much better than the sole proprietorship. No, it's the same. Well, in the oh, U.S., it's the same. I don't want to get confused because you're asking, you, you know, you're not paying any taxes in the U.S. Yeah, no, <laughs> not not paying any taxes in the U.S. But I, I think what I was asking was like the te- uh, you mentioned about the dividends payout. Uh, that strategy, I guess, uh, is that is that that only applies to LLC, right? Like, I mean, uh, that only applies to Canadians um, with U.S. LLCs. Okay. So it's it's different. So like S corps and single member LLCs, they they don't really those are pass through entities in the U.S. But they not Canada doesn't look at them like pass through entities. They look at them like corporations. So money coming from the company to yourself, actual cash flow is what would be dividend income to yourself. Okay. Again, that's based on my understanding. I'm I'm almost certain with that though. Okay, so your your advice is basically do an LLC, not a sole proprietorship. That's my advice is to talk to a Canadian accountant first of okay. all. That's yeah. my first advice, and then <laughs> uh, second, <laughs> yeah. No. And then second, like if it if it's like a, a de minimis cost to have a company or do it in your own personal account, I'm always I always like to have a company. You never know what you'll need it for in the future. Maybe it'll give you different opportunities, and if it's not that cost prohibitive, it'll give you a little bit of legal protection too in case something does happen. So. 
you know, it's going to be cheaper than insurance. So, I mean, that's, I, I mean, I would, I'm, a, I'm someone who opens companies for people kind of, kind of professionally. So, you know, I'm, I'm not just saying that because that's what I do. I have a bunch of companies myself just for whatever purpose. And, you know, since I do it, I know I can do it easy and fast and cheap. So, um, you know, I would do that, but I would talk to a Canadian tax advisor. Yeah, yeah for sure. Kind of way you can get paid uh, by a U.S. company and lower your taxes. Uh, so, from the U.S. company, what paperwork do I need exactly? Just the ten ninety nine. Like, what what do they have to give me? I have to give them a W eight Ben, and then what do they have to give me in terms of? They're not going to give you anything. Once you give them a W eight Ben, they should just That's pay money. You. Okay. Yeah, and the only time they would withhold is if they're paying you royalties or dividends or interests, uh, and potentially how they interpret the the. Um, the FATCA rules about uh, FADAP income, fixed determinable annual periodic income, they might, that's why I said confirmed they're not going to withhold any taxes because they said they're not going to withhold any taxes. Yeah. So if they're not going to withhold, I mean, just start getting paid and then figure, I mean, figure it out in Canada and just get paid. I mean, they, they give them whatever form they want. You know, I wouldn't yeah. even, I wouldn't can I use a personal it. bank account for the LLC or do I need a business bank account for LLC? If you use a sole proprietorship, you can use a personal account. If you open a company, open a company account as well. LLC, I have to open a business account. I mean, yeah, if, you, if you're going to, if it's two options, you know, if you're going to open a company, uh, a Canadian LLC type company or whatever pass through or whatever corp or whatever company is advised to lower your taxes the most based on your finances and situation, that would have its own bank account, certainly. But if you want to just get started and do it already and not, and just get paid, you can use your regular account. For sole proprietorship. Yeah, for sole proprietorship. Yeah. Okay. Because a sole proprietorship doesn't mean isn't isn't a thing. It's just you getting paid on your own account. It's just you just working and getting paid. It's not like uh, it sounds fancy, but it's really just you just working out of your own bank account. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, that's what I'm saying. Like because they said that they want to do a C to C relationship, so I didn't know a sole proprietorship would qualify for that C to C corp to corp. If uh, they want to do a company to company, I would say company to company a corp. Uh, I would, I would, I would. Uh, yeah, then you should open a company if they would rather pay you to a company. Okay, so LLC then. Um, I mean, a Canadian equivalent of one I would look into. How how would they even pay the LLC? Would they have to internationally wire transfer the money? I mean, that's the how company? they pay you as well, right? No, like for if I do a sole proprietorship, I have a U.S. bank account, and they said they could pay directly to the U.S. bank account. Um, for sole proprietorship. I mean, if they there's a lot of ways to get paid. I mean, if you open a company, you can accept credit cards but wire tra- they probably have to wire you the money i mean they're gonna they could ach you the money if you have a u.s account um, but they can't ach you to a canadian account if you have a canadian company you can't really open a u.s account that easily so if you need a u.s account then maybe a u.s company would be better yeah no i think that's my main thing like uh, i, I kind of want to just do sole proprietorship uh with the c2c relationship with them and to give them the W8 ban and then they can just put money in my personal bank account in my, cause it's just like independent consulting work I'm doing uh, for them. So yeah. like, um, I think that just like would be more convenient for me. Um, like, but do, do you think that's okay? Or like convenience think- is super important. Getting paid is really important. And uh, uh, I like to keep things simple as much as possible yeah. <laughs> as if the taxes are going to be the same and you can keep it simple and just get paid and focus on that instead of have all this distraction, do that. That's not a bad idea. It's still confirmed, see if there's anything you do for taxes because, you know, there's uh, when you leave a job and you start being independent, there's different stuff you can do in terms of what expenses you can deduct and and, and, that, and those types of things. 
Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So the, the I talked to a couple of people. They said you can, yeah, you, you that you deduct like your, you know, your car, your uh, house, or like office space, your uh, food, uh, all that stuff, travel, and like all that stuff. Yeah, that's all deductible. Food is usually limited, and so is like there's usually yeah, like business lunches when I'm visiting a client or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, there's usually limitations on personal property, personal use stuff, but you can still deduct the portions of everything. Yeah, I mean, that's in the U.S. You can. I assume it's similar in Canada. And do you have any idea about like how to ch- charge contractor rates versus like, you know, when you're salaried, you get benefits and um, all that stuff right from the company? Do you know I mean, how when, that... you're, when you're salary, you might get benefits as self-employed. You have to do your own benefits. You have to exactly. Be- so what should you charge? Uh, like, is there like a number over your base and bonus salary before you were when you were working as a employee that you should charge over like 1.3 times that amount or something? Is that the ballpark? for going independent contractor because you have to pay your taxes and your benefits and all that stuff. I mean, you work at the agreed upon rate. You can charge whatever you want. I mean, I don't upcharge people because I have to pay insurance. I don't say like, here's an extra 1% to cover my insurance costs. No, but I have to pay like, you know, Medicare, Social Security, the employer's portion of that, right? When I inco- when I do a sole proprietorship also, I have to pay the Social Security oh, Medicare. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess. And uh, those are your regular taxes though. If, you, if you're in the- No, U- but then I pay the employer's portion also. When I was an employee, they no, pay half well- my- yeah, I understand what you're saying. In the U.S., you you only, yeah, you pay both portions. You pay both halves as a self-employed person. And if you if you own the company, you're still paying both halves, but the company's paying half and you're paying half. So, yeah, but it's but still we, your your company, so you essentially are paying it, right? Because in an independent consulting gig, it's pretty much you are kind of consulting and you have two entities now, the company and you, and you're paying both both their shares. I mean, the tax is the same, though, is what I'm saying. If you have a company, you can deduct the, the taxes that you pay. When you, if, you have a per, if you're a person in the U.S., you still can deduct half of it. It's like an add back on your taxes. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's actually exactly the same. It's just where it's being put in the U.S., at least. It's exactly the same. The Social Security and Medicare taxes, you call it the, un, uh, yeah, the Social Security and Medicare taxes on self-employment income. It's like 14% up to 127000 and then after that, you pay like a, like a 0.3% or something. Got it. Yeah, I think that's all I had. I just wanted to see, like, because the, my biggest question was whether a sole proprietorship would qualify for the C2C relationship with the U.S. company. I mean, that's, uh, not, that's not like an official thing. That's just what they're, what they're asking you for. There's not like an outline of what's, what, what is C2C to me. I mean, they probably want to pay a company, but if they, it's easier for them to just pay you like that. I don't think there would be a problem. I mean, I pay people from Canada. I pay people from all over to do stuff for me. I just and like you, in, in the U.S., it's awesome. It's just, it's it's very similar to Canada, but it's even less regulated here. the The HMRC in Canada is way more on top of stuff than the IRS is. So here, you, I just you just do whatever you want. You know, you you make money. You get you get money. You pay it out. You get it. You pay it out. No one asks. You just do it. So it's really it's really fast. And you know, people don't want to. Your employers don't want to deal with headaches or complications. They just want to send you the money when you do the work, and, th- and then that's it. You know, it's it's crazy how people yeah. get so impatient because everything's so easy that when there is a complication, everyone's like, "Well, whatever." And that's why I, I always talk to everyone. That's why I preach so much about opening companies and things like that because it's all about getting paid quick and making it easy for people to pay you. When people want to work with me, I say, "What do you? Cash, credit, debit card, check, Bitcoin, Ethereum, anything. <laughs> like I'll take anything. You want to send me a." A, a deed to a property, I don't care. I'll take it as long as it has value. You know, yeah. that's so. I that's like my example. So you want to kind of keep that in mind, and I think you are by just letting them pay you in your U.S. account. Okay.
cool. <laughs> Go ahead uh, and print it real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if I want to engage you again, like what are your uh, uh, other like services you provide? Like, could I, you know, uh, do you provide anything for foreign businesses or is it mainly U.S.? No, of course. Like, I mean, uh, I can, I, I would refer you to a Canadian account and I have a couple that I work with. So that's like, I wouldn't do that myself. Um, I don't, I only do U.S. stuff myself. So if you need to open U.S. companies, U.S. bank accounts, or do any kind of compliance or filings or U.S. legal stuff or, you know, memos, advices, calls, that's basically what, what I do. I'm a U.S. tax person. So. And what is, what is your like rate you charge for? We have, so we have um, hourly calls that I do for 250 and then we have like packages that, that we sell and I can send you details about the company opening packages, but it's all inclusive. And the idea is that like someone for like yourself, you know, who's a professional already working, doing their stuff and they just want it done right and quick. That's what we do. We get it done. We get you set up whatever you need. If you want to send invoices, uh, and like it, what, what, if you engage us in two weeks, you would have a bank account and you would have a payment processor and you'd be able to send invoices, accept PayPal payments, Stripe payments, wire payments, and you could send those invoices out really quickly and we could set you up with the whole, the whole thing. So that's kind of like what we would help you with, but it's different for every person, but it's like a private client service. That's like our main thing. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. If, uh, I probably will go more the Canadian route, but I have a, a lot of friends in the U.S., so I, I may refer them to you and send them your way. Well, U.S., so. people that live in the U.S., I can help yeah. them too, but it's also different. They pay taxes in the U.S. You wouldn't pay taxes and the filings are different, but for people who live here, they need more like detailed planning. Like how can I operate? How, what kind of companies should I use? There's more options. So I work, I work probably more right now with people outside the U.S. because it's more it's trickier. And it's, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's more streamlined for me and it's, it's, a, it's a little bit better for me. I can offer more value. I can also offer value to the other people too who live in the U.S. I'm happy to help them as well. So I take any referrals. If I can help them, okay. I will. If I can't, I, I won't. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Well, yeah. Thank you for your time. Um, and uh, yeah, I will uh, hopefully keep you in mind for any future work. For sure. Thanks for scheduling the call and your questions. Good luck with your uh, agreement. I guess uh, if you saw the WA Ben video, you, you can see it's in a really easy form. So uh, yeah. I, th I think you got it. Okay. Well, thanks for the call, All right. Parth, and we'll be in touch, right? All right. Thanks, man. Bye. Okay. See ya. Okay. So I think that call went really well. Parth had some great questions. A Canadian living in Canada, working with US companies. There's a lot of things to consider. I kind of went off a little bit on that one, but I think it's a uh, I think it went really well. So if you want to have a call with me like that or you have any questions, you know, you can comment below. If you want to have a call, you can schedule using the link in the description. And if you want to see more of these videos, like, subscribe, do the bell, follow me on TikTok. You know, I uh, love to uh, answer questions and help you guys out. Thanks for being here and I'll see you on the next video.